0: retirement services and real-world retirement solutions, looking at the whole picture to design a complete strategy, including retirement planning, Medicare decisions, and legal documents. Now, here's Mark Rolette and your host, Jordan Rich.
1: We welcome you to another edition of Retire South Shore Radio. Always great to be here with my friend, Mark Rolette. Founder and President of South Shore Retirement Services Located in Hingham, Massachusetts And uh, here we are The fall equinox has come and gone <laughs> it's, it's all about getting warm and getting ready for the winter and the end of season and all that. But Mark, welcome. Nice to see you. Today, we have a very important and personal story to talk about because it affects all of us who are lucky enough to be in this, what we call sandwich generation and to have both children and maybe grandchildren and then parents. So uh, we're going to focus on the the key things you as an adult child should be thinking about, let's say, when you're dealing with older parents. And and you and I both have experience in this area.
2: Absolutely. I mean, I, I think we both have similar and different stories to, to tell, and I'm happy to share mine today. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, that we have so many clients that are, you know, in their 60s, in their 70s, whose parents are still with them, which is wonderful. Um, and, and so many of these, you know, baby boomers that we work with, I think there's 70 million of them in the U.S. at the moment. Lots of them have learned so much about their ability to save their ability to, you know, put, you know, some money uh, away for tomorrow or for retirement, what rather they've learned that from their parents, from that mentality of save, pay yourself first, save and that, that, that type of strategy. Uh, But now the tables are starting to turn a little bit with, you know, they are concerned about their elderly parents. Um, I have obviously clients that are younger who are concerned about their parents getting ready to transition into retirement. But it's a difficult conversation to broach with your parents. It's difficult to have that shift. And I've seen it multiple times, just little things like when I was a kid, seeing my dad start to do the stuff that my grandfather used to do for him. My dad was doing it for his father. And Mm -hmm. watching that, not power shift, but watching that shift happen, it's difficult. So I, I can very much appreciate when clients are being approached by their children to talk about stuff that is obviously end-of-life things but also financial side of things and you know they're the ones who've always provided for the kids and it's a difficult conversation to have so I thought I would talk about some ways that you know things that would be easy to address strategies that might be easy to to you know utilize in order to not make make anyone feel like child is being nosy or greedy right
1: I really implore people to to listen carefully you can always hear this rebroadcast as a podcast all of our programs are rebroadcast that way this is a very valuable thing and I I can speak from experience and we'll share our own stories as we go along but uh, let's get some practical tips out here Uh, you know what can people do that they can start thinking about to help protect themselves their parents and their families
2: yeah. Like I said, it's it's difficult to ask these questions. It's difficult to have these conversations. And I've had multiple conversations with different generations in the same room and it gets very emotional sometimes for obvious reasons. Um, so sometimes it's easier to approach from the perspective of, hey, do you want to see what I've done? And then it opens the conversation to, mm. well, well, what have you done? But definitely one thing that you, you want to be asking is, do you have a financial strategy? And maybe you know, you know, maybe your parents worked for a utility company and you know they have a huge pension, you know they have social security and, and they're they're in great shape, but not everyone is in that situation. So you want to make sure you have um, or at least have the conversation of saying, do you have a financial strategy and, and do you think it's going to be enough? Um, I think that's probably a good kind of jumping off point. And then to ask further questions about that of, you know, who's on your team? Who Mm. is your team? You know, do you have a financial advisor? Do you have a CPA? Do you have uh, an attorney? Um, Do you have somebody who's kind of quarterbacking that whole thing? And get an idea of who those people are for for no other reason than you know who, who to contact if and when a time comes when you should be contacting them. And I don't just mean about somebody passing away, obviously that's tragic, but it's if it gets to a point where you get nervous as a child, maybe decisions are being made that uh, our decisions aren't being made that should be made from a how your money is positioned yeah. standpoint, if things get shaky in the market, you know?
1: Well, we talk a lot about what you offer the all hands analysis. And this comes into play when we're talking about these issues. And um, you mentioned uh, documents, let's start there, just basically knowing where these documents exist, and how to, uh, you know, how to achieve them when needed. I mean, and what are these documents that you're referring to? Let's start yeah, with that. Yeah, it's not
2: just the usual stuff. Obviously that's important. Uh, the usual stuff that people who are listening are thinking when he says documents, he means legal documents. Those are critically important, obviously. We have to make sure that all of the documents are in place, wills, powers of attorney, healthcare proxies, and anything else that you might need to transfer money from one generation to, an, to the next. So you wanna make sure, do you have them? Number one. Number two from a, on the legal documents is how old are they? How, when was the last time you looked at them? Are the people who you want to have in the various capacities still the people that you want to have, right? Mm. Are they still around? Are you still close with them? And, you know, a, a lot of the time we'll look at people's documents and like, oh, my goodness, the person who's the executor on my will died 15 years ago. So, yeah, we need to update that. Um, who are the various parties involved? Maybe one of the kids is involved and they don't even know that they're involved. And, and from, you know, from that standpoint, making sure that all those ducks in a row, but more than just the legal documents, I think it's important to have like a listing of all the accounts that the person might have, um, you know, who's taking care of them, what companies they're with, not even what the object- objective is, and not even necessarily how much they're worth, but just so the people who care uh, so much about the individual knows where to go to talk to people about you know, various things at various times in life. It's, um, it's
1: true, and people uh, find a great deal of of relief. The, I'm talking about the older generation when they know that they're sharing it with people they can trust, their family for the most part. But let's talk about your role in this because it's really critical. I mean, the the opportunity to have a third party with a professional overview who, by the way, uh, has been there with the rest of us, Mark and I were talking about our own situations and our family yeah. situations. Why, and how does that work for, for people to make this transition easier?
2: Well, I think, you know, to be honest, sometimes it, uh, having a third party involved makes it easier to have the conversation. It makes it less confrontational. And, and we know, or I know from, you know, 20 plus years of experience questions to ask and questions not to ask. Um, you know, I have clients that, you know, every year they'll put a sealed envelope together, an updated sealed envelope of everything that they have, and they'll give it to one of their kids and say, only open this in emergency, right? Mm. So it only gets opened in emergency. Everything is still very private, but it, it allows people, especially like if you think about this, if it's a husband and wife, and if the husband has been the one taking care of all the finances, or the wife has been the one taking care of all the finances throughout their lives, and one of them passes away, well, the other person needs to make sure that they're going to be okay. So A, having the conversation with the kids is is probably pretty important. But B, having an inventory of where things are is critically important. So you're not running around wondering if you know a check didn't come in one month, is there a reason that a check didn't come in one month? Did, did, did that pension just go away? If it didn't go away, then we need to contact someone on your behalf. And that's a lot of what we'll do. During a time like that, you know, obviously me and and everyone on on our team and everyone at South Shore um, is critically aware that these people are very emotional. They've lost a loved one or a loved one has become incapacitated in some way. So they they want to make sure that, that the loved one is going to be fine and they don't want to have to worry about, you know, everything else that's going on in their world. They want to make sure they're going to be okay. So we've sat with these people multiple times. I've sat with multiple generations in the office Having conversations about parents would be like, I want to bring my kids in. I want them to know this. I don't want them to know that. That's fine. And we'll just build, build around that to make sure that, that there's no kind of stone left unturned there. So I think that's the starting point is obviously having the conversation and then getting an inventory of where things are you know, both legal and financial documents.
1: As you're listening to this, dear friends, you may have a particular question, a question that's been nagging you or a question that is based on what we are talking about now that's, that's sort of an hitting that light bulb. And if you act on that, I'll give you a great way to do it. Uh, you can get an answer, and it's no obligation. It's called a 15-minute no-obligation strategy call. It really, really works. It's been very successful for so many people in the community and certainly helpful yeah. Um, when when we get you to, you know, come in with a question and Mark and his team will answer it. 781-836-4214 is the way to set it up. I know we're on a weekend broadcast schedule here, but people will get back to you. Promise uh, early in the week. 781-836-4214. It's easier to remember the website where you can easily click through and make that appointment, RetireSouthShore.com. You know, you, you talk about the little things. The little things do add up. If someone is paying bills and then is incapacitated, and then it's the job of the spouse or the job of the the child or the adult in the re- relationship in the family, they need to know uh, what is owed and how the bills are paid generally and to whom. I mean, it's it, it, it doesn't take that long to list some of these things, and then you get them done and taken care of, and you feel a lot better.
2: Yeah, honestly, and I don't even think you have to get to a later stage in life to, to do something like this, Lauren and myself as many bills as we can automate, we automate because Mm -hmm. life gets really busy and you forget to pay something. And, um, you you know, then all of a sudden either something gets shut off or you've gotten a a late fee or something like that. So a lot of the time, you know, we have, uh, clients when, when they're going into retirement, we suggest to them, you know, maybe you want to set up auto bill Mm. for whatever you can for little expenses, you know, stuff that you don't really, you know, is going to go out just so you don't have to think about it, not from the standpoint that you won't think about it, from the standpoint of who has the time and who wants to spend the time writing a bunch of checks out anymore when you can just go and enjoy yourself and do something else. Right,
1: not to mention the other side of the coin, direct deposit. What a great step forward for the world that
2: is. (laughs) Yeah, not waiting for the mailman to show up on a Thursday afternoon and he's stuck in traffic and you know the bank is closing in two hours and you're worried that you're not going to get your check in time to deposit it. Yeah, I think... First, for a certain uh, you know, a portion of somebody's finances, automating things just makes life easier. Now, some people feel uncomfortable with that, and that's fine. They don't have to do it that way. But maybe they would designate someone that is uh, able to speak to the companies on their behalf. As simple as, like, I can call Comcast on your behalf or something like that.
1: Mm. I think the point that you're making, too, is do it early. Do it before people are... Infirm, or there's a tragedy. Do it early on when people are sitting around having a glass of tea or a glass of wine, <laughs> because yeah, I, I can it, tell it, you that. Yeah I, learned this a long, yeah
2: I learned this a long, long time ago. Um, people don't like to be, um, you know, unsure about their futures. Um, they at the best of times, but when they're going through a really, really tough situation. That makes it critically even more important to know that you're going to be okay and a quick story on that i was relatively new in this business and i had met with a gentleman who had just retired we had just started you know engaging and I would gotten an inventory of where all his money was what his goals were everything was ready to go um from my perspective uh we have we were in the process of talking about setting up legal plans with him uh, and and the attorneys um and I had a follow-up appointment and it got canceled and I waited about five or six days. And then I called, which was new in the business. So I was, I was the one on the phone making the calls. I called and I, I personally never heard before answer the phone. The daughter answered the phone, sounded really distraught mm. and said, dad passed away about 10 days ago, literally a week after I'd met him, he, uh. had, he had a big, uh, massive heart attack and passed away. And I said, oh my God, I said, let me get off the phone. You've got more important things to, to deal with. I'm so sorry. She immediately said, no, my mom wants to talk to you because you met with my dad beforehand and my mom has no idea where anything is. Mm. So obviously we're not the first person that a person would call. But it's so important that somebody is aware of where everything is, because in that situation, she was unaware of where anything was. And she was terrified that her life was going to change. Not only had she lost her husband, but she was worried that she was going to lose the rest of everything else that she had Mm. going on. Thankfully, that wasn't the case. He had done really well with saving and, and everything was fine. But she didn't know that, of course, you know, and, of and she's going through this emotional time. So I learned very, very early on how important it is to have, you know, lists, strategies, a book with where your stuff is. So people who you may leave behind um, don't have to panic as much as they might otherwise do.
1: More on this very important topic coming up. Don't forget, com to find out more. We'll be right back
0: you can't get a second opinion from the person who gave you the first. That's especially true when it comes to your retirement. You deserve sound advice from qualified professionals. And that's what the all hands analysis team at South Shore Retirement Services is all about. Mark Rolette, founder and president of South Shore Retirement Services.
2: Most of our clients have a person when we meet with them. Somebody who has helped them accumulate their wealth during their working lives. But Distribution, going into retirement, starting to take money out of these accounts is a totally different animal. It's not just about returns. Returns are important, but strategizing on what's the best way to take this money out, how you should take it out, when you should take it out, and where you should take it from is critically important when you're transitioning into retirement.
0: Schedule your free 15-minute strategy call today and get helpful answers to your retirement questions. Visit RetireSouthShore.com. That's RetireSouthShore.com.
1: Hello, you're invited to meet Mark and other members of the All Hands Analysis team at upcoming taxes and retirement seminars with your safety and convenience in mind are happening this Tuesday and Thursday, September 28th and September 30th at the Cask and Flagon Restaurant in Marshfield, each seminar starting at 6 p.m. To register, visit RetireSouthShore.com. That's RetireSouthShore.com, and thank you. Welcome back. We're talking here today on Retire Social Radio about a very sensitive issue that affects millions. And uh, Mark and I were talking about just a few examples in his professional life with Social Retirement Services, how to deal with the question of of older parents, retirees, where things are, where things are, how they are in place so that there's security and safety. But it's that conversation that has to happen. And it does have to happen. It's a question of when, how, yeah. And with the help of somebody like you and the, the all-hands analysis staff, it makes it a little easier to, to, to have that kind of assistance along the way, no question. Yeah,
2: it, it, it's almost like having a sounding board in there. People like myself and, and my team knowing the right questions to ask those individuals um, so they don't have to necessarily have an uncomfortable conversation with their kids. But, you know, in, in many years of experience doing this, universally clients say, when you ask them about their goals and objectives, you know, making sure they don't run out of money, making sure they have a good life, minimizing their taxes, if they can minimize their taxes, passing money on to the next generation after they go. And and universally, every single one of them says, says to me, I just don't want to be a burden on my kids. So taking that sentiment Mm. uh, in mind, um, people don't want to be a burden on their kids. So I think that's okay. Then say, well, let's have a conversation with them. So let's have a conversation with your kids. So the kids will have a conversation with the parents to make sure that little critical things that could create such huge problems are taken care of before the eventuality or, or the issue might might arise.
1: No, I'm lucky to be in my early 60s and to still have my parents as we record this. And I and, thought you were my age. <laughs> I thought you were my age. No, no, <laughs> just kidding. As we record and present these broadcasts here on this part of the fall. Uh, my parents are in their early 90s. My mother is not well. And uh, so luckily, and I say luckily, and it wasn't that many years ago, we did pursue the, the question and answer session and started the ball rolling. And my father, who is a very sharp and was an accountant by trade, was very uh, sort of stubborn about giving up control but he did give up control, and the way it worked was—I shouldn't say give up control—he ceded control over to my sister and me. But also, thanks to an, a third party that you're describing, your your kind of third party, it just took all the pressure off of us, seeming to be, you know, pushing the issue. We did suggest the issue strongly, and when he saw the the writing on the wall and realized this was the best mode of action, he took it, and he's been great. So.
2: Absolutely. I, I think, you know, you don't have to give up control. None of our clients want right. to give up control. But having a, a partnership uh, and, and a team approach and an ongoing uh, practice of making sure that things are where they should be at the time that they should be there puts everyone at ease. But it's it's a team approach. When I say team, I don't just mean my team here in the office. I mean, a team approach between oh, yeah. our office and the yeah. client. We, we want to work in partnership with them. Um, so, you don't necessarily have to give up complete control, but people should and want to have, you know, a second in command of, or, or whatever you want to call it. But somebody who is aware of what's going on. I remember my, my years ago, my dad was taking a, uh, a trip uh, for work. Away to another country for about six months, and he took me aside. Even though my sister's older than me, my dad is kind of old school, so he mm. took the eldest son aside and said, "Listen, this is where my will is. This is where other stuff is." He says, "You don't need to look into it. I just need you to know where everything is. If God forbid something happens to me, um, that was the first time I'd had that sort of a conversation because it was long before I was in this business. I was a you know a college student." And it did take me aback a little bit to think about that. So sometimes to have that conversation with a, right. a, an independent third party who's not emotionally attached necessarily to the individuals, it just, it's just a better thing
1: to do. Reality does set in uh, when you get a little bit older and you realize we're all mortal and you have to deal with these things. Uh, you are also dealing with something that many of our listeners might be faced yeah. with, and that's long distances separating you and your parents, and in this case, your parents are still in, in Ireland.
2: Yeah, so I, I think I've been very open and transparent over the years on the radio to talk about my family, and I have no problem sharing it at all. But my mom uh, is in the early or later on the early sides of, of dementia. Um, she's still thankfully able to stay at home. My dad does an awful lot for her. Um, That it's had its massive toll on him. Uh, We do have some in-home care that that comes, I say we, uh, that's really the issue is that it's my sister and my brother, younger brother, who are doing everything because they live in Ireland and I Mm. live in the United States. So it's impossible for me to really help from any perspective physically. Um, But, you know, making sure that the only thing that I can do is share with them, these are things that you might want to think about doing. The financial rules are completely different in Ireland than they are here, Mm. but it's more you know, stuff that isn't financial things like, you know, any special bequests that mom might have before she forgets that she has them things yeah, like yeah. The, the certain jewelry, certain things that she might want to give to individuals to have that conversation ahead of time. Um, just, just to make people feel, you know, more comfortable that they're not taking something from someone who they didn't want, you know, that person didn't want them to have. So, yeah, the, the long distance part is is brutal, quite honestly, because it's it's so difficult. COVID made it incredibly mm. more difficult because I used to go home three or four times a year. Now, obviously, can't do that as much, although things are getting better. But yeah, watching it. So I, when I speak to clients, I speak from a certain degree of experience because we have lots of clients that live here and their parents might live in Ohio or somewhere else. And there's the distance thing. And I say to them, you know, get get someone that you trust to help them, uh, whether it's a family member or a financial professional or a professional in general to, to help them to make sure that they, A, you know, they're going to be okay. Uh, and B, if something, God forbid, were to happen, you know where everything is, you know what to look for. So nobody's going to necessarily miss a financial beat.
1: Before we review this really important stuff uh, about parents and about aging and about what you should be considering, let's remind you that there's an opportunity to connect directly with the organization, Social Shore Retirement Services, and it's called a well, we don't hold you to 15 minutes, but it's it's no. generally in the 15 to 20 minute range. But a 15 minute, no obligation strategy call with an actual living, breathing person or maybe more than one, depending on the all hands analysis team approach. Okay. And it's been so effective as a tool to help people and also uh, let's face it, to uh, to help people with information that can really make a difference in their lives. So, RetireSouthShore.com, RetireSouthShore.com, and that's an easy way to set it up. And, Mark, you, you've gotten calls like this. You've gotten calls from people. Hey, I'm uh, 58 years old, but my parents have retired, and I'm concerned. I don't know exactly – what's going on. I need to have somebody look into their situation. I'm sure you've had yeah, calls like
2: that. Absolutely. You know, I, to, to talk about that 15 minute strategy call, obviously there's multiple ways to connect with us. That's just one good way. And and I know it's a really good opportunity for people to have questions answered, but I'm also smart enough to know that it's a really good opportunity for these people to sit at home and not be sitting in an office with somebody that maybe they've only ever heard on the radio um, to see if, if it's somebody that they actually right. want to take it any right. further with. So that was part of the motivation behind doing that to, kind of be as hands-off as possible because you're talking about incredibly important decisions in your life and you want to make sure that you want to work with the person that you're talking to. So yeah, we've we've had multiple times where clients have called and they're either one way or the other. It's It's the elderly child or the adult child talking about an issue with their parents or it's the parents calling saying, Hey, I've got this stuff going on, um, I ha- um, this is what I have, what should I be doing, because mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I can transition to my kids as, as as efficiently as possible. And my first answer to the parents is, have you talked to your kids about this yet? Have you, have you included them in it? Do you want to include them in it? Because if you want to pass this money on to them, uh, maybe getting them involved in the conversation is a really good idea. And uh, from the kid's standpoint, I would say the same thing. I'm like, have you talked to your parents yeah. about it? No, well, I feel uncomfortable talking to my parents about it. <clears throat> I said, okay, well, you know, maybe if your parents would be agreeable to coming to one of our seminars, uh, logging on to one of our webinars, um, not even necessarily a 15-minute strategy call, going onto our website and reading some of the information we might have, maybe that might start the conversation. Um, so there is so many ways to connect, especially mm. with our firm, but with people in general, to make sure that um that's being addressed, but being addressed in a way that makes e- either side of that table comfortable. so they so they they don't feel it, intimidated by it, the- It's really
1: interesting. you mentioned the team approach, not only professionally for for your organization, but in in life. Uh, I've grown closer to my sister, who's a little younger than I am than ever because of where we are right now, taking care of the folks. And, you know, we're here for them and we're working as a team. And I'm not saying this is the way it always works in every family. Obviously, that's naive to say, but I think you you realize uh, you can't do this alone, but there are things you can do. And I want to review before we close out some of the practical things, but there are things you can do with the help of a Mark Roulette and his group, uh, the the all-hands analysis group, that kind of thing, to move the ball forward, and you're just going to feel so much better. So let's review, before we wrap up here, yep. what are some of the key practical things that sh- folks should be thinking about asking their parents?
2: Well, the practical things are, are you are you okay financially? Do you, right. Like, do you think it's going to be, you know, you're going to have enough money, which is obviously the, the number one question you should ask, but it's probably the most difficult question to ask. So, Easier questions are, do you have a list of where stuff is? Should, God forbid, something happen to you so I can help mom or I can help dad? Mm-hmm. The listing, including obviously legal documents, account summaries, or at least where accounts are housed so you know who to call for the right people. Do you have any life insurance? Because we, if you do, we want to put a claim in because the life insurance company won't necessarily know that something happened to you. And that insurance could be critically important to the survivor, if there's a husband and wife, in order to make sure they can sustain their lives. Um, long-term care, do you have long-term care? If you do, can I take a look at it so it can make sure that it covers everything that we think it's going to cover or we want it to cover? Um, and then obviously the, the other one is, which is really important, is if you have money um, in various places, do you feel comfortable with how it's positioned? Because lots and lots of times people are, you know, they, they've just done it the same way for the last 40 or 50 years And sometimes they're really, really aggressively invested. Sometimes they're way too conservatively invested. Sometimes they're not actually... positioning their money to take advantage of any tax strategies that might be available, looking at it from an estate planning standpoint, and maybe they should be starting to gift money away to reduce the overall tax liability that everyone's going to have, who's either going to use the money or going to inherit the money. So that would be the starting point. I know it's a lot. I could talk about this for hours, but the starting point would be to try and talk about, is everything okay? Do you want to talk about this? Do you want to maybe put together some sort of a book so we know what to look at, or 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 do we want to go and talk to somebody independent because they know the questions that I don't know to ask? If you were one of the kids mm-hmm. talking to your parent,
1: there's there's something that's that's not fact and figure, and that's empathy in the issue. Empathy among family members is one thing, but you want to work with people who what who know what it's like to go through this, and so yeah. many of us do. And uh, I just want to thank you for being so empathetic uh, to to me uh, knowing Absolutely. what I'm going and I wish through you luck with everything. and and the same to you I mean we we all have our parents for a lot longer and we expect to live a lot longer hopefully but that comes with the challenges and it comes with responsibilities so I think it's important
2: yeah yeah I mean the, these things happen every day and there's nothing we can do about stopping them happen uh, but we can certainly make make sure that the people who uh, are there now, are, are having their best possible life, Indeed. and then the transition's over that the people who inherit will will inherit in a smooth way.
1: I can speak for the listeners. I think we all feel a lot better after hearing your words today. Mark, thank you as always. We'll catch you next thank week. You. This radio show may contain concepts that have legal accounting and tax implications. It is not intended to provide legal accounting, tax, or investment advice. By contacting our company, you may be offered information regarding insurance and fixed annuity products. Annuity guarantees rely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurer. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company.
0: You've been listening to Retire South Shore Radio, a presentation of South Shore Retirement Services. For the latest on free seminars, to obtain a report or to set up a consultation, please visit RetireSouthShore.com. Stay tuned for more real-world retirement solutions, RetireSouthShore.com.